Good morning, everybody, uh, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russell. I gotta make a blooper reel, man. I gotta get like a GoPro for my car because some of these bloopers are just hilarious. Uh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode. Yeah, it just it's. <laughs> I just got done screaming at my steering wheel because it took me three takes to get the intro down. Anyways, what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. First of all, thank you. Yesterday was our largest day uh, of viewership ever with Illinois and South Carolina like blowing everybody. It used to be Pennsylvania by such a large margin uh, as the number one state for viewers uh, followed by Maine. Illinois has taken the number one spot, followed by South Carolina. I don't. Who are my South Carolina peeps, man? I appreciate your support, both states, Illinois, South Carolina, and all of you. You know, the states aren't super important. It's just kind of cool to see the spread. Uh, so thank you. I, I love you guys. I appreciate your support. You guys are the best. Uh, anyways, so what I wanted to talk about today is. You know, I had a realization last night in prayer, and I posted this, you know, on my Instagram just very briefly. And I reached a certain point of maturation in my prayer to where I realized I was doing a lot of praying like, God, I just need a supernatural act. You know what I'm saying? Like, just solve this for me. You know what I mean? Kind of like using God as my little personal problem solver, which is not at all the relationship dynamic. Now, I'm not saying God doesn't act in supernatural ways. I'm not saying that God can't just with one snap of his fingers, he could do whatever he wants. He could create another universe in less than a fraction of a single second. You know what I'm saying? So not taking away from God's ability. What I am saying, however, is we sometimes just expect all these supernatural acts of God and I think what that does is, you know, we're always looking for the easy way out, right? In every situation, whether we're in a hardship because of our own actions or because of the actions of other people, we want the easy way out. And I reached this point last night where, where I was like, you know what? I'm going to start praying, number one, that my reaction in this situation would be pleasing to you. That... No matter what I go through, externally, internally, in business, in life, anything, that no matter what I go through, I pray that my reaction, my off-the-bat reaction would be pleasing and glorifying to you, that I would learn to control my spirit, because a man who has no control over his spirit is like a city with broken down walls. Think about the implication of that. Like, what's, what are the walls of a city designed to do? They're designed to protect, right? So a man or a woman that cannot control their spirit, their reactions, their anger, which has been me for a long time, is like a city lit with, with broken down walls. You're defenseless. And I've noticed that over the course of my life, rageful reactions to things have always made the situation worse. It's never made things better, right? So it goes, I think I could say, extrapolate from that verse that control over one spirit is a defense system. 
well-fortified defense system. So just, I, I, I've, been, I've, I've, I've shifted my paradigm recently to think of that, that if I can control my spirit, my reaction, my anger, it acts as a defense system. Strong, fortified walls around the city of my life, right? So I first prayed that my, as I said before, my reaction to things, to situations, good or bad, mostly bad, would be pleasing, honorable, and glorifying to God, that he would look down and say, man, that's my son right there. He did a great job with this. You know, we're never going to be perfect, but I just like, I'm, you know, God's my dad. You know what I'm saying? That's my father. That's my, I have an earthly father who's, you know, Bob Russin, who's amazing, the best dad in the world, but I have my heavenly father, you know, and I want to make him proud. And you know, instead of just saying, hey, can you solve this problem for me, Dad? Like, how about I first learn to control my reactions to things? And maybe that's what you're trying to teach me by allowing me to go through these things. So you have to understand, like, the more you go through, I think the more God loves you. Now, again, there's an asterisk here. If you're constantly that dog returning to its vomit, that fool returning to its folly, I don't think that's God's hand of correction and favor in your life. I think you're just an idiot. But if I, I do think that the more obstacles life seems to throw at us or the more harshly we are corrected. Have you ever seen like somebody else get away with something they did wrong and you did the same thing and like you get crushed for it? That's a good thing. We've talked about this before. It means God loves you. God corrects and disciplines those who he loves, right? So maybe this maturation process of learning to control my response to things is ultimately what God's trying to seek to instill in me for my purpose on this earth. You know, I always look at things like that. Like, what is this preparing me for? What am I learning from this? What am I being prepared for? What skills and traits and characteristics am I, am I building right now that are going to serve me in my future endeavors, right? So that was the first thing. Lord God, help my reactions to situations be honorable, pleasing, and glorifying to you. Let other people look at how I react to things and be like, wow, that's how a man of God should react because I haven't historically been good at that. Number two, help me to learn the lesson that I'm supposed to learn in this situation so that I can move forward stronger and better, right? And that's kind of, we just touched on that briefly. Like, sometimes God won't let us move through something until we've learned the lesson. Because these lessons over time in life compound and they make us better and better and better and better and more refined and more refined and more refined, right? So what lesson is God trying to teach you right now? It's easy to look around at all the difficult circumstances of your life and say, woe is me, life's not fair, boo-hoo. It's another thing to say, okay, how did I get in this situation in the first place? How can I avoid ending up here again? And what's the lesson I can take away from this to become a better version of myself moving forward? 
So don't be so quick. I guess the point is don't be so quick to just, God, take this from me, please. Get me out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes you need to slow down and, you know, I want to say smell the flowers, but in a bad situation, smell the dung. You know what I mean? And see what it's trying to teach you. Are you controlling? Are you? Is your reaction to the situation honorable and pleasing to God? Is that a lesson you can learn? And then what other lessons do you need to learn through going through the situation that are going to make you just a better person mentally, physically, and spiritually? Man, I don't know that people even go through enough adversity. You know what I mean? I don't think... Uh, you know, this is how I know people, not a lot of people go through true adversity is like, look at how the people that have been gone through like true, true adversity are treated. They're like idols. They're heroes. You know what I'm saying? They make movies and books. They write books about these people in songs, right? So it's like the more adversity you're going through, the more difficult things are and the more serious your problems the bigger the purpose and the bigger the calling on your life. The bigger the purpose and the bigger the... Oh, man, I just blew a crosswalk. There was a pedestrian waiting. I made a boo-boo. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, anyways, I didn't hit anybody. They were just waiting to cross, and I just went, over, went through the crosswalk. I feel bad. I try to be good about that. You know, I guess I'll just end here because that, that's a completely different episode that we could get into there. Um... You know, and we've talked about it before, how things that you go through will prepare you for your purpose. But at the end of the day, ultimately, guys, instead of just God, take this from me, God, solve this, God, just supernaturally snap your fingers and make it disappear. You know, ask yourself, well, how can I get better at controlling my reaction to circumstances in my life? And what's the lesson that I need to learn here so I can come off the others? Because at the end of the day, nobody can do anything to you, right? There's not a single person, force, entity, organization, conglomerate. There's not one being or collection of beings on this planet that can do anything to me long term. You might be a speed bump in the short term, right? But long term, I've, pro I've proven it time and time again. Take everything, I'll, re I'll rebuild something better. You know what I mean? You know, and you'll still be a little gutter rat somewhere. You know, so it's like, that's that's some of my, uh, see, there we go. Not controlling your reaction, not being humble, you know, being prideful and arrogant. So there, see, look at I'm teaching myself lessons as I'm talking to you guys. But seriously, uh, uh, with you know, 51% humility, 49% pride. There's nothing that anybody can do to me that's going to like affect the rest of my existence on this planet. It's going to knock me so far off course that I can't recover. You have to have the same mentality. You, you've got to look around and understand people are generally not good. People are generally not loyal. People are generally not strong, have strong character. People are not generally operating in integrity. People are not generally honest. People are not generally virtuous. So understanding these things, you cannot be surprised and allow it 
to completely throw you off your game and shatter your hopes and dreams when people do wrong things to you. It's going to happen. That's We live in a fallen world. People are in, wicked and nasty. That's, that's the way of the world. You have to put yourself in a place mentally where you're so convinced, like... The only person in this world that needs convincing of anything, like the only people I answer to or care about their opinion of me is number one, first and foremost, God, and number two, my wife. Everybody else, I don't care. I I do not care. I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm building a life. I'm going to have a humongous ranch on a couple hundred acres someday, and we're going to start uh, all kinds of foundations and charities and organizations and we're going to bring in a bunch of stray dogs and stray people we're going to clothe and feed the homeless and the widows and the or like we're going to do some special things and i understand that if i want to do that much good there's going there's going to be attacks there's the devil is going to use people to try to dismantle these things the devil's going to use people as tools and instruments because that's all they are just tools and instruments to knock you off course if you want to do good things you just got to keep pressing forward and keep telling yourself man there's nothing you know it says it in psalms what can man do to me nothing you can't do anything you are completely and utterly powerless completely and utterly powerless i'm not saying that people won't knock you off your game for a day I'm not saying that you won't make mistakes and snap out or, you know, maybe go out drinking too much to try to like numb it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you won't make mistakes. I'm not saying you won't get discouraged, but you just can't stay there long, man. You know what I'm saying? Just keep working. Just keep doing the right thing and everything is unfolding exactly as it should. All right, let's get it today, guys. I love you. Uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace.